You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. So I have great news. I have really fantastic news. I know everyone's always like, man, there's, is there anything good going on in the world? Yes, there's great news today. Something in the studio here that we were really excited about getting broke. And I'm not the one who broke it, which is weird because usually, <sighs> usually it's all about me. I'm like, hey, I didn't, I didn't. And now I'm really excited. And we have to report it to the guy that broke it. And I, one of the happiest moments of my life is sending him this email <laughs> and saying, hey, this is broken by somebody who's not me. Because I always get blamed for everything that breaks around. If here. you think about it, it was broken by the Marquet Show. It was broken by the Marquet Show's producer. The Marquet Show. Known as. We're a team. The other job. We, for years, for years now, probably, <laughs> well, maybe a year and a half, we've been trying to get extra cameras in here. And, uh, you know, we wanted Josh to have his own camera, although we should probably take it away from you now as punishment. We wanted Hannah to get her own camera, which we finally got, although she's not here because she's at home with covid so her camera's actually pointed to sydney who's running the board today and uh we wanted to get this monitor so we could watch it in real time i bought this mixing board this really cool and expensive video mixing board so we could switch the camera you know how like tv shows they have multi-camera angles and they're yep. able to switch them with like the hit of a button got all that set up so that we could do that here in the studio and i said josh t look today's the day we've got three cameras we've got a monitor everything's going to be going great we're going to be able to uh, we're going to be able to make sure that everything works and all of a sudden josh goes this is fantastic let me twist this monitor and in his in his hulkamania in his in his excitement and just I guess to show off his ripped muscles and his and his guns that he's been slowly building in his in his uh, garage gymnasium for the past few months, he grabbed the computer and instead of you know just tilting it slightly, he went boom, ripped the cable out of the background, but not even just ripped the cable out of the background, like it exploded yeah. out of the background. <laughs> really, it was I weird. The explosion. Man. He's like Thanos with the with the thing and all, <laughs> and so all of a sudden the uh, we were watching ourselves on this big screen and we were all excited. It was all, awesome. It, was, it awesome. was great. It was a great 15 seconds. We we, we <laughs> could really see good. each other. We could see everybody else. And all of a sudden, uh, now it just says boom, computer, no signal. Is it on? And so uh, I'm making Josh write to the IT guy to say that you did you write the email, by the way? I did. But by the way, uh, he's off today. What are you kidding? No, I'm not. I got the uh, out of office. What did you write, by the way? Let me I, I didn't, read I didn't, it. I didn't write it yet. You, so you didn't write it. Uh, so I'm, you, I was. I uh, how do you know you got out of office? You're such a liar. I typed his name out and it said, you know, like the Microsoft office said, by the way, this <sighs> IT guy is off today. And so I'm going to get there. Are you going to you're going to text him? Will, I'm texting him right now. Okay. Will. Will. Are you listening, Will? It's Mark's fault. Hey, Will, exclamation point. Thanks for hooking up all the equipment, period. Fun fact, Josh broke the HDMI cable going into the TV screen, period. Can you come and fix it? Question mark. 
not a cheap camera or not a cheap uh, cable either. I mean, it's, it's at like, least like a 20 foot nice HDMI cable. I mean, it was. It's a 20 foot. Yeah, now yeah, it's yeah. just a piece of crap. Now it's 19 <laughs> and 11 now, inches. Now it's a piece of rope. <laughs> now, now it's spare twine. Uh, 855-765-104. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You can still see us. We just can't see each other, which is probably better anyway. And it is Friday today. And uh, to prove, I mean, we can prove that. I mean, that at least at least Friday is still working, I think. It's Friday! Yeah. Proof positive. And, man, we have we do have some really good news. There is a video, speaking of which, speaking of monitors and speaking of um, cameras and things like that, there was a video released yesterday by Rudy, Rudy Giuliani's legal team in Georgia at one of these Senate, um, you know, oversight, government oversight meetings. And this video, man, I have to tell you, I'm watching this thing, and this woman is discussing it, and she's going through what it is. Is it is uh, it is you know like a surveillance video or in camera network video of one of the counting areas at the arena. What's the arena called in Georgia? Uh, I forget the what? No, 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 not the big one. The other one. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Amway, whatever it was. But they're there at the arena, and they're in one of the um, – it's not like inside where they, they play games and do concerts. It's outside in the lobby area. They've transformed it into a ballot counting area for Election Day. And what happens is there's all these people, and they're counting ballots. And they, they show the timestamp on the video, and the timestamp is going 8 o'clock, 8.30, 9 o'clock, 9.30. And right around 10.30 or so, uh, what happens is they shut down for the evening, or so you would think, or so they lead you to believe. They want you to believe that they're shutting down the counting for the evening. And there's even a group of – there's a table way in the back for press people – so that the press people can take pictures and video and whatnot. And next to the press people are the GOP observers. Now, this woman, is, she has four different camera angles on this room. It's like a Vegas casino. There's cameras everywhere. And she has to point, look, here's the here's where they're counting the ballots. Here's where they're putting them in the machines. And then way over here in the back corner, out of view of everything, are the media and the GOP observers. And at about 1030, they go over to the table and they say, all right, we're done for the day. We're done counting. There will be no more ballot counting today. It's all done. And they tell the media observers, please exit stage right. And they tell the GOP observers, follow the media. And everybody leaves. And supposedly they're all going home. Well, all of the counters leave except for four people. And on this video surveillance tape, you see these four people. Uh, they're waiting till it gets, you know, they're waiting till everyone clears out. They're, they're waiting a few more minutes. Somewhere right around 11 o'clock, 1130. They go to a table. Now the room's empty. It's just the four of them. They go to this table with a black tablecloth on it. Table's been in, in full view the entire time. But what they do is they reach under the table and they start pulling out these like rolling cases with hand. Looks like suitcases or whatnot. They start pulling them out one by one by one and they start counting the ballots. Ballots that come out of these suitcases. They're putting stacks of them on the table. They're putting them into the machine. And the whole time we're watching this video and the whole time the lawyer from the Trump team is explaining that what you see here is a group of individuals who, after the media was told, we're not counting anymore today. After the GOP observers were told, we're done counting for the day, everybody clear out, there will be no more counting, come back tomorrow. After every single person leaves... What happens is these women go get these suitcases, go get these extra ballots, and they continue to count well into the night around one o'clock, one thirty in the morning. The GOP observers get wind of this. They come back and they see these people leaving at one thirty in the morning, which means 
after the media and the GOP were told we're done for the night at 1030, after they supposedly cleared everyone out, four people stayed behind for one, two, three, four more hours and started counting these mysterious ballots that came from these weird suitcases that were jammed under this table. With no oversight, with no one from the media watching, with no GOP observers, which is against regulations in Florida and Georgia. It's against the regulations to count ballots without these observers uh, present. And so now this videotape comes out and everybody's up. And man, I saw this videotape almost everywhere. I saw it on Rantingly. I saw it on OAN. I saw Newsmax. In fact, they're talking about it right now. I didn't see it on CNN. By the way, I didn't look, but I'm guessing it wasn't there. I didn't even see it on the Drudge Report. I didn't see it a lot of places. You actually had to kind of go look for it, but it's all over the YouTube. It's all over here and there. And I know that it's I know that this video is causing problems for the Democrats because today everybody on Twitter was talking about how this video is not what it seems. I knew that this video was causing a problem for the Democrats because people that I thought were were legitimate journalists are out there and they are now discrediting it. People that work for newspapers who are on Twitter, who have blue check marks next to their name on Twitter and work for newspapers and think that just makes them the end all be all are just out blatantly with no evidence, with no uh, with no knowledge of the situation, just saying, oh, that video you saw yesterday. That's not exact. That what you think is happening is not at all what's happening. That is totally normal. That's the way it's done. These fact checking websites like PolitiFact which we are currently embroiled in a legal battle with because they are falsely they are falsely accusing this show of pushing fake news when we're not. And the other organizations uh, like the AP, these fact-checking websites are coming out now and miraculously fact-checking this is false. We're all watching video. We see it right there. We see these women pull the, video, the ballots out from under the table. We see the suitcases. We see the GOP observers leave. We see all of this with our own eyes. I mean, we're not... We're not all having this mass delusion. I don't think we all got into a, a weird batch of brownies at the same time. We're all watching it. And here comes the media and the fact checkers telling us what you saw is not what you think you saw. That's what you're watching. It's not. This is totally normal. This is how elections are done in Georgia. Really? Because there's a lot of people in Georgia, including the governor now, who disagree. Finally. 855-765-1045. Listen, we got to take a real quick break here. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. We got some of your phone calls. We got more on this thing going on in Georgia. Oh, fake news Friday today. Speaking of fake news and fact checking. And, uh, there's some more. Joe Biden did an interview with Kamala Harris and Jake Tapper yesterday on CNN. And the things that he said will make you laugh will make you cry, will make your jaw drop, and will make you want to do whatever it takes to make sure that this election goes to Donald Trump. Because it's it's scary. It's scary what this guy's got planned for his first 100 days in office, should he ever make it there. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marquee Show is coming up on 104.5 WOKV. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque, 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. We do have some audio clips of uh, Governor Kemp and a couple of things related to 
what's going on in Georgia with this surveillance video. However, I haven't yet been able to go through them because I was uh, too busy trying to get the IT guy to fix what Josh broke. So that's why we're a little a little bit behind today. But that's okay. Well, it's, it's Friday. You know, it's casual. It's casual Friday. Uh, we'll be good to go. Anyway, 855-765-1045. This, um, this surveillance video coming out of Georgia now. And again, this is the big hot story. The president has been tweeting about it. Um, you know, Governor Kemp said he really – Governor Kemp is now calling for a signature audit. He's calling for a signature audit, which, I mean, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> You know, Donald Trump has been calling for this since day one, ever since the recount. They've wanted a signature audit of these mail-in ballots to make sure that they're all secure and to make sure that they are all exact and legal and exactly what they say they are supposed to be, which is ballots for this candidate or the other. And now that there's video evidence, Governor Kemp has finally come on saying, well, we should have a signature audit. Fun fact, Governor Kemp's still claiming he doesn't have any power to call in a signature audit because he's just the governor and all the election power lies with the secretary of state. 855-765-1045 is our number. This is Donna in Texas. Good morning, Donna. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing OK. I was doing better before Josh broke our brand new, really expensive computer video monitoring system. But that's OK. We'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed. Yeah, I was on I was on YouTube when you first came on and I saw it. I just want to give you a shout out. I've missed you the last four days while I've been teaching. But I'm usually on YouTube. You know me as the person who sent you the puzzle shirt when I went out to buy my Glock. Oh, yeah. I love that. How is your Glock, by the way? Well, my husband is, is treating them like his babies, yeah. so I haven't got to fire mine yet. Oh, boo. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, and he lost, he lost four, he lost four, uh, things of our ammunition that we bought. And of course, I found it right where he put it, so. <laughs> I told him he needs to get as organized as you are. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you got. And I'm telling you, if you guys missed it on the Newsmax show, I home edited all my ammunition. I took I got these great ammo cans. In fact, a lot of people have been writing to me. Uh, where did you get these ammo cans? Where did you get this stuff? I'm thinking of doing like a Mark K's favorite things the way Oprah did, except instead of, you know, baked goods and candles and essential oils, it would more be like, you know, ammunition containers and and stuff for your gun and camera equipment. Yeah. Maybe maybe we'll do that next week. or Anyway, uh, Donna, what did you want to say today? What's on your mind? Well, everything's on my mind about yeah. this election, and sure. I'm glad you brought up Governor Kemp because I've been sitting here stewing over Graham speaking out about the president not giving in to the race yet. Mm-hmm. I think that if, uh, you know, I worked really hard and supported all of them, so I I want to see this resolved correctly. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I'm like, I'm like you. If we lose and it's legal, that's fine, but I don't think we will. So... I just wanted to pop in and say hello. And also, well, also I want to say, can't wait till there's a Patriot shirt. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we're working. I'm telling you, we're working. I was going to get to work on those today after we got this whole uh, computer system set up. But now that Josh ruined the whole thing, it's good. We're going to push that back a little, <laughs> a little bit. Well, hey, Donna, thanks so much for calling, though. We really uh, we really appreciate it. Scott in Palm Coast. How you doing, Scott? Pretty good, Mark. How's everything going? Doing great. Scott, what did you want to say today, sir? All right. In regards to this Georgia video thing, now, I was a cop up in New York for a lot of years. Yeah. I investigated a lot of times. Sure. And uh, this would have been, I, I would, my mouth would have been watering over this one. If I got a videotape of a crime being committed, yeah. especially something as, as serious as this, how, I, I would be doing my best to identify these poll workers that brought in these bags 
and then find out and get them in front of a grand jury. And once you do that, this whole house of cards will come crashing down. Well, they have Especially the they have the poll workers identify. I mean, here's the thing. As soon as this hit the Internet, you had all of these amateur Internet, uh, you know, detectives go out and they were zooming in on badges and purses and cross-referencing Facebook. We know the woman uh, who was in charge of the entire operation and a couple of the other people, they've they've already been identified. So now it's just a matter of, like you said, getting them in front of the proper authorities. Right, but the one the, the one that's in charge is not the one you go after. You go after the underling because you have to work it from the bottom up. You'll never get the top person that's going to break unless somebody offers corroborating evidence that implicates oh, them. Once yeah. that happens, the whole thing comes down, especially if they were not authorized to be in there in the first place. Scott, you're that right. You're right. It's just it's like NYPD blue. They would take they would find the low man on the totem pole, like the street guy, and they would bully him until he gave up the dealer. And it would go. You're right about that, man. Hey, thanks so much. Thanks so much for calling. We appreciate it. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. We got to take a quick break. We uh, I'll get this audio for you here in just a minute. And we got a bunch more of your phone calls. Plus, Joe Biden spoke to Jake Tapper yesterday. You ain't going to believe you will believe what he said, but you ain't going to believe what he said. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five is our number. I'll also, if you want to send us an open mic, we don't have any open mics today. Well, we did, but Josh didn't like them, so he didn't give them. Then he broke the whole I broke, computer I broke the open mics, yeah. So he said, I I no open mics, rip TV mm. off wall, <laughs> And just hurl, he's like in a very destructive, he's probably upset because uh, Donald Trump may be uh, winning Georgia as the title of our show has um, has uh, let a lot of people know. Here's the deal. There is a lot of sketchy stuff going on all over the country. And as we know, Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood are focusing most of their attention on Georgia. And Rudy Giuliani and the Trump team of attorneys are flying all over the country. That's them on the Trump Express. And they go to Philadelphia and they do a hearing. And then they go to Wisconsin and they do a hearing or Michigan, rather. And then Wisconsin. And then they go now they're in they're in Georgia the other day. And one of the uh, members of the legal team, this woman had had surveillance tape, which she had gone through and investigated. And she had, I mean, here's the other thing, too. Everyone always calls in or, or, or uh, they, uh, these fact checkers are like, this is not at all what it looks like. Like, we don't understand what we're seeing. And, you know, they, they go in and they investigate and they say, here's what happened. Here's what's going on. Here's the timestamp. Here's what the GOP investigators or uh, GOP watchers were told. And here's what really happened in um, in reality. And it's two totally different stories. Ballots being counted without anybody watching. Ballots being counted after they said there's going to be no more counting of ballots today. All of these things that le- and of course, this is the same period of time when Joe Biden took a commanding lead over Donald Trump in Georgia, just like the, the just like the periods of time when people were told, well, we're not going to count now or the periods of time where they're like, look, you got to go because we're done or you people or they start boarding up windows in Detroit. So the poll watchers can't look in and see what's going on. Those are the same time periods that ironically, the votes for Joe Biden have skyrocketed in those different cities, too. So this is where we are today. And this video has caused, finally, uh, Brian Kemp, the governor of Georgia, to come out and say, hey, we need a uh, we need a, a signature audit of these ballots. You know, I called early on for a signature audit. Obviously, the secretary of state, per the laws and the Constitution, would have to order that. He has not done that. I think it should be done. I think especially with what we saw today, it raises more questions. There needs to be transparency on that. Uh, I would again call for that, and uh, I think in the next 24 hours, hopefully we'll see a lot more from the hearings that the legislature had today, and we'll be able to look and see what the next steps are. That was from a uh, that was from a Fox News report, an interview with um, Governor Kemp in Atlanta yesterday at about, uh, 
about 10.30. So within 20, it's been 12 hours since then. He said within the next 24 hours. So sometime before tonight, he thinks there's going to be a lot more movement on this signature audit in Georgia. Now, I don't know what the governor of Georgia can actually do, but here's what I'm learning. The governor of Georgia actually doesn't have any power whatsoever over anything. He claims he can't call for uh, he can't call the legislative uh, session uh, back in for a special session to discuss the validity of this election or to discuss all of the issues that have been going on with the ballot counting in Georgia. He doesn't have the power to do that. He also says he can't call for an actual hand audit. He would suggest that the Secretary of State do it. But as the Constitution says, Secretary of State's got all the power in Georgia. What the hell does the governor even have power to do in Georgia? I haven't seen Brian Kemp do anything from the beginning of this whole thing till till now. Uh, yesterday was the first time I've actually seen him on TV saying, hey, here's what we should probably do. But as we know, he doesn't even have the power to do it. There's got to be some way for him to call the Secretary of State and say, look, dude, you got it, Raftensberger or Garstensberger, whatever his name is. You've got to get on. You got to do something here. Help everybody out. You know, you're making us all look like chumps. And we don't, I can make myself look like a chump on my own. I don't need your help. 855 765 1045. So we're going to see if something comes of this video and all the evidence that's being presented in Georgia here uh, today. This is Caleb in Jacksonville. How are you doing, Caleb? Thanks for calling the location. Hey, Caleb. Hey, Caleb. Hey, you, stole, you stole my thunder, man. I stole your thunder. You completely stole my thunder. I was so eager to get to play the part of one of these super smart Democrats and call you and tell you about your lying eyes. About my law, yeah. They love to do that. I was so eager just to jump on and tell you. I mean, I, I read it for myself this morning getting fact-checked, and I shared the video, and, man, I, I learned a lot to learn that those were completely legal, you know. So, yeah, I, I was really eager to do that, but, uh, you know, you guys already were on top of it, of course. No, oh. no, no surprise there. But, Caleb, you, know, you know how it is. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to steal your thunder. I feel like I feel like the Joe Biden of thunder now. Joe Biden steals elections. I steal thunder. Uh, it's, I apologize. I'll try to I'll try to get that back for you. It's in the evidence uh, closet now, but we'll try to get back uh, get it back to you as soon as possible. Listen, these fact checkers too. This you after what happened with us this past week and this Politifact organization, and after what's been going on with Candace Owens and again Politifact. And when you look at all, in fact, I was talking to the attorney yesterday, and I'm like, look, here's the deal. And he's like, all right, we're gonna go, we're gonna make a list, we're gonna see what's going on. We've we've got some other fact checkers that breathe down our necks as well, and we're gonna go after them too. But the fact is, just because someone calls themselves a fact checker, it doesn't mean they know any more than you do. And just because someone gets on Twitter and says, for those of you who think that this was illegal vote counting in Georgia, here's an article that clears it all up. Why don't you read this article? And then you click on the article and it's some website you've never heard of. And it's basically saying, here's why this is all wrong. There's absolutely no evidence to back up their claims as they refute the claims made by the Trump attorneys. And on top of all of that, if you click on the byline of the person that wrote it, you look at their 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 past experience, and it's all like this person worked for the Portland Journal, and before that was part of the Democratic National Convention newsletter for the reappropriation of Barack Obama's you know uh, hairline. I don't know what it is, but everything they've done in their past has been linked to some leftist organization, and now we're just supposed to believe they're some independent fact checker, and we're not that stupid. Eight five, at least some of us aren't. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. This is Donald in Jacksonville. Hey, Donald, how are you? I'm doing fine. How you doing? Oh, doing great, man. What's up? What do you want to say today, sir? Great, great. I was just thinking a little bit uh, that, that the reason why Georgia might try to suppress this fraud thing 
is because it, it may go back to Brian Kemp and, and, and Stacey Adams, and it might expose Governor Kemp. You know, if this if, if fraud is proven in Georgia, you know, it could go back to, uh, back there. You, you understand what I'm trying to say? I know you're saying that the Republicans may have been using the same software to win elections, and they don't want anybody to, to find out that that's what happened. Why? Because it could affect the governor, and they might be trying to suppress the fact that it was fraud. Uh, because it, it'll go back and, and, and implicate him with when he ran against Stacey Adams. Yeah, no, you're right about you're right about Stacey Abrams. You're right about that, uh, Donald. And I think that's one of the things that Sidney said. In the, and do you remember a couple weeks ago when Sidney Powell came out and she did an interview on Newsmax and she said yeah, Georgia is going to be one of the first states I blow up. And then that next day, there was a big hubbub about this Giuliani press release saying, um, just so you know, Sidney Powell is not an actual member of our team. We don't pay her. She's not on retainer. She's an independent attorney working for the American people, which is all true. But the reason they did that is because they couldn't have a GOP governor being being called out by Donald Trump's attorney. So they wanted to make sure that while they have the same um, end game. Well, they're looking to to do the same thing, which is uh, you know, protect the credibility of this election and make sure that everyone's votes are fair. While they're doing that, they're not linked together. And the president of the United States and the Republican Party are not paying her salary while she goes after somebody potentially like Governor Kemp, who I think I mean, look, the more the quieter you are, the less you want people to know what's going on. We all do it. You've got kids, right? What happens when something breaks in your house or when, let's say, there's like, you know, let's say there's one piece of one piece of pumpkin pie left in the fridge and you go to eat it late at night and it's gone and you call the kids and you go, who ate the pumpkin pie? Right. And one of them's like, Daddy, I didn't eat the pumpkin pie at all. I don't even like pumpkin pie. Pumpkin. You know what? I, I had cookies. Mama gave me two cookies, but I didn't eat the pumpkin pie. And the other kid, what's the other kid doing? Sitting there like this. Not saying a word. Guess which one's guilty? Well, in Georgia right now. Governor Kemp, for the past couple of weeks, has been doing this. And then yesterday he said, well, I would call for a signature audit, but I don't have the authority to do that. I'll call for it again, but we'll just see what happens. Waiting out the clock. That's all it is. 855-765-1045. I've got to take a quick break. More stuff, more coming out of Georgia here. But just And also, please don't believe any independent fact checkers ever again. Please, the, the sure sign that the, uh, that the Trump campaign is on to something, the sure sign that these, these videotapes are, are, there's more to meets the eye, the sure sign that there's some kind of something nefarious going on throughout the country, not just in Georgia, but in a lot of other places, is whenever a fact checker, like almost with, within seconds, within minutes, says this is not true. We fact check this and it's oh, do you know how long these lawyers have had these tapes? Do you know how long these lawyers have combed over them? How many experts have gone through? How many? She said we had a team of people watching these hours and hours of footage for days and days and days, breaking it down so we could corroborate it. We spoke with the GOP uh, you know, watchers. We see what's going on with the media. We know how the system works. We know what Georgia law is. You're telling me that these these lawyers can do that for weeks and then finally bring it in front of the Georgia legislature and say, this is actual evidence we have of, of voter fraud. You've got to take a look at it. You've got to investigate it. And within just 12 hours, some freelance writer with a Google account and a laptop sitting outside of a Starbucks somewhere in Seattle can disprove the whole thing and fact check it. Come on, man. Who do you think we are? 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Mark K Show on the way. 
This is the Markay Show. My name is Markay, 855-765-1045. Thanks so much for everyone who's tuning in. Thanks for everyone who's listening live on 104.5 WOKV on our mobile app. Maybe you're streaming live somewhere on the Internet, uh, like Facebook, for example. Make sure you comment. Make sure you like and share the stream, too. We would love that. If you're on YouTube, smash that like button. Super chat away. Uh, we're going to use whatever you know, whatever we get, get from our super chats. We'll just um, fix whatever Josh breaks today, which, uh, which has been a lot so far. Which has been a lot. So anyway, uh, we've got we've got a lot of stuff to cover still. This whole thing in Georgia, uh, this whole thing in Georgia, I just don't understand. Maybe there's, you know, they always say there's like a light at the end of the tunnel, or it's always darkest before the dawn, or you know, I don't know, some kind of aphorism like that. But maybe, you know, you always have to look and see what is it we're learning. You know, God, when God tests you, what is it He wants you to know? What lesson do you have to learn? What is it that you need to go without or you need to figure out that, that you know, where where is the good in all of this, the silver lining on the cloud? And I think what if you really look at it, it's not that hard to find out, because what we're seeing here is that we have a fundamental problem at every level of our election system here in the United States of America, at the county level, at the state level, and certainly at the national level. We definitely have a problem with one party, with one party being able to manipulate our election system fraudulently through fake ballots or whether it's with software equipment or whether it's, you know, at a deeper level with the administrations who are purchasing the software long before it's ever used with what Sidney Powell calls election insurance as as one of the perks for doing business with this company uh, for whatever state they live in. What we've got a lot. I mean, we always talked about draining the swamp, but it appears now the swamp is there's a bunch of little swamps all over the country. Pennsylvania, for example, Wisconsin and Michigan, even in Georgia, it appears there's there's something going on in Georgia. And when you're the Democrats, you want to take you're going to take a look at where you are most susceptible, where it's easiest. That's the thing. If you are going to commit a crime. All right. And I speak from experience, not that I've committed crimes, but that I know I've talked to people who even never mind. Uh, if you're going to commit a crime, you go for what's called the low hanging fruit. You know, you go for the the house that's in the back of the neighborhood where the car's not in the garage, it's in the front yard, and maybe the keys are in it. You go for the house that doesn't have security cameras or a safe touch security sign. You know, there's a reason the crooks yell, oh, I hate safe touch. It's because they don't, they don't want to go to those houses. They go to the other houses. If you've got the, uh, if you've got the ring doorbell, you know, perhaps maybe somebody will avoid your house and move on to your neighbor's house. It's the same thing with mass crime and corruption. You go to where it's really easy to get away with it. For example, Pennsylvania. We know that Philadelphia is, I mean, it is a a criminally corrupt town and has been for a long time, like Chicago, like New York. There's corruption at all levels of those cities. You know, that's not even that's not even something that's arguable. No fact checker can say that's not true. I mean, they're looking Rod, but go back to Rod Blagojevich in Illinois. There's tons of corruption in those larger cities in those northern states that are all run by Democrats. And that's why when you're when you want to fix an election or when you want to do something that may not be on the up and up, you go there. Because you know those people will do anything for money. They'll do anything for power. You go to the low-hanging fruit. You go to the place where it's going to be the most, the easiest, rather, to commit said crime. Where you're going to not get pushback. Do you know why these ballots aren't all popping up in the middle of the night in a state like, say, Texas or Florida or Alabama? It's because those states 
no one's really, you know, no one really in the government is going to work with the Democrats to fix an election. They're not going to do it. But in Philadelphia, in Pennsylvania, in places like Michigan, where Governor Whitmer has been attacked by the president himself, where Governor Whitmer, think about this. Governor Whitmer had a, an attempted kidnapping. Some some radical extremists, this militia group, they tried to kidnap her. They staked out her house. They had a plan to to kidnap her and potentially even kill her because of the way she was treating the people or the citizens of Michigan. They 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 foiled this attempt. The FBI, mind you, foiled this attempt on her life and on her family. And she blamed Donald Trump when in actuality they hated Donald Trump just as much as they did her. But she blamed Donald Trump for it. You don't think she's going to do what it would turn a blind eye. You don't think she's going to she's going to look the other way if she thinks something's going on in Detroit that could potentially sway the election in Joe Biden's favor and get Donald Trump. That guy that she's convinced is the reason there was a plot against her and her family. You don't think she's going to just say, oh, look, what's over here? Let me turn around for a second while you do whatever you're doing in Detroit. Of course she is. And probably actually did. 855-765-1045. All right, quick break. Speaking of Joe Biden, it, we, you can't let this guy be president. This guy, what he's planning in the first 100 days is is reason enough to begin impeachment proceedings before he's even. I mean, they did it for Donald Trump. You might as well begin impeaching Joe Biden today, too. And we've got a reason for you. We'll play it for you in just a minute. Stay tuned. It's the Mark K Show on 104.5 WOKV. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. Really great news. I know a lot of people are feeling great today for a couple of reasons. First of all, uh, it happens to be Friday. It's Friday! And a lot of great news coming out of Georgia. What with this video that everybody, every fact checker and their mother is calling fake, which you know, uh, that means that, that means that there's probably some credibility to it. It's, uh, Governor Kemp calling for a, a hand, uh, signature, um, audit of the, uh, of the absentee balance in Georgia. A lot of pressure coming down on the Secretary of State now. We've got reports coming out from really a lot of other places too. And I believe that we're this much closer to getting that Pennsylvania co- uh, court case toward the Supreme Court. So again, it's not over yet. Plus, as Donald Trump continues, as Donald Trump continues to uh, go forward with his legal challenges all over the country, as Donald Trump and the Trump team and Rudy Giuliani and, and everybody else continues to go forward and, and push these uh, these legal battles so that they will they will be able to, you know, get the votes that they need counted, the legal votes and get rid of the illegal votes. So we know who the true winner of the election is as that goes on. As that continues, Joe Biden uh, gets, is starting to, to warm up to the idea that he's going to be president. And in doing so, he's been going on television and doing interviews. And for us, that's great because it's a long time since we've had a whole crop of audio of dumb and scary things that Joe Biden said that we could uh, make fun of on the air. So right now, I want to bring this is an interview with Jake Tapper. It was Joe and Kamala, and they were talking about their their time in office and their first 100 days and what they were going to do. And this was Joe Biden trying to to make a joke but what happens is joe biden when he tries to make a joke it's always a very uncomfortable and awkward joke because he's either he's either joking about something that everybody already thinks is true and nobody wants to admit or he's joking about something totally inappropriate for example do you remember after the shooting in kenosha wisconsin when he was at that church in kenosha wisconsin and he made that comment about how he couldn't talk about something or else they were going to shoot me meaning his campaign staff very similar to that. Here's what he told Jake Tapper about working together with Kamala Harris and how they would handle any disagreements 
that might pop up. When we disagree, it'll be just like so far. It's been just like when Barack and I did. It's in private. She'll say, I think we should do A, B, C or D. And I'll say, I don't I like A, don't like B and C. Mm -hmm. And it's OK. But and I like I told Barack, if 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 I reach something where there's a, a fundamental disagreement we have based on a moral principle, I'll uh, I'll, 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 I'll 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 develop some disease and say I have to resign. He's expecting laughter there, by the way. <laughs> He's got that stupid grit on it. He's expecting Jake Tapper and Kamala to both go. <laughs> but Kamala's thinking to herself, shut up, shut up. That's the shut up. You're letting them know the plan. What is wrong with you, old man? Shut up. And Jake Tapper is sitting there going, oh, my God, he just admitted to what we all know was going to happen anyway. Why? What do I do? Let me just move on to the next question. This happens constantly. Also, he's joking about develop, developing some terrible, horrible disease in the midst of a pandemic, which he's already said is his number one is his number one um, agenda item. Should he take office on January 20th? So so here you have poor. I mean, and again. I don't feel bad for Jake Tapper. He put himself in this position. I certainly don't feel bad for Kamala Harris. She's put herself in, well, many positions. Uh, but this one, this one in particular, which, uh, you know, she's brought upon herself. This is a woman who, keep in mind, he's talking about fundamental disagreements. Keep in mind, she stood on stage and called him a racist. Called him a racist, said you went to a the funeral of a racist and talked about how great this man was. You were all you 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 know, busing is the reason that I'm here today and you were against it. You're a terrible, horrible, racist old white dude. How can you ever expect to be president of the United States? And then after she dropped out of the race just a few weeks after that, and he called her up and said, Hey, you want to be my VP? She was all like, Hell yeah, I do. That absolutely I do. Why? Because she knows deep down inside the day will come when Joe Biden, 78 years of age, will no longer be able to be president of the United States. That day will come probably very soon. And exactly what he joked about happening is probably the way it's going to go down. A moral principle. I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll develop some disease and say I have to resign. It sounds like he's trying. That's how he says Kamala. Kamala. <laughs> He's got to this guy. This guy's got to stop talking. They're not going to let him do another interview for a very long time after that. But also they discussed the covid vaccine and they decided they discussed masking and they discussed. He asked about Jake Tapper actually asked him about Dr. Fauci as well. They am inaugurated to oh, say it's back here. Listen carefully. Speaking of Fauci, uh, have you spoken with him yet? If so, have you asked him to stay on? Yes. Uh, and yes. Yes. And yes. Well, and, well, tell me about the conversation. Well, as he said. What more needs to be done from his point of view? Well, look, uh, uh, my chief of staff has worked with him in the last uh, crisis. He's been talking to him all the time, Ron Klain. I talked to him today. We spoke today at 3 o'clock. My COVID team met with him. I asked him to stay on in the exact same role he's had for the past several presidents. And I asked him to be a chief medical advisor for me as well and be part of the COVID team. I don't understand why, if you hate Donald Trump's reaction to the COVID uh, virus, I don't understand why, if you think Donald Trump was not uh, handling this COVID crisis, if you called it a, a what, what would you call it, a, uh, uh, he bungled the COVID um, crisis, it was mishandled, he ignored it, why would you want to hire his number one advisor for the same exact job? 
Because Donald Trump, he listened to Dr. Fauci and closed the borders when no one else would. He listened to Dr. Fauci and said, look, we don't need masks. And then when Dr. Fauci said, we do need masks, he said, look, you guys should probably be wearing masks. Dr. Fauci has been, he put Dr. Fauci on stage over and over again. Do you remember back in March, back in April, the daily COVID coronavirus task force meetings? It was daily for hours. I would get home and I would say, what's on TV? And I would start watching the coronavirus task force meeting and I would watch the president's update and Dr. Fauci would come on. I would doze off, wake up an hour later, and it would still be going on. Those were happening all the time. And Dr. Fauci was given carte blanche. Dr. Burks, they were all up there to say and to inform and to talk. And Joe Biden thought it was, uh, I mean, they mismanaged the entire thing. And so many people are dead, dead today because of Donald Trump. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to keep the same guy on. His number one advisor, I'm going to make him my number one advisor. Why would you do that? And so what has to be done is we have to make it clear to the American people that the vaccine is safe when it occurred, when that is determined. And number two, you have to make sure, as he points out, you don't have to close down the economy like a lot of folks are talking about now. If, in fact, you have clear guidance and you're able to say the business is OK. All right. So he's saying now that we should be able to handle this vaccine and not sacrifice the economy, which is totally different than what he was saying throughout the last year, which is exactly what Donald Trump has been saying. We've got to manage the vaccine, but we've got to make sure that the cure isn't worse than the disease. We can't destroy our economy at the sake of getting these people, uh, you know, at at the sake of managing this virus, which was injected from China. It's the same stuff over and over and over again. And then probably the scariest part of this press conference. Oh, we have to take a break. Probably the scariest part of this press conference is what he said he wanted to do in his first 100. Really, the first few minutes after he becomes president, he wants to enact something that should really make everybody think, oh, my God. We need to do whatever we can. We need to go to Georgia. We need to go to Pennsylvania. We need to go to the Supreme Court. We need to make sure this guy is never president of the United States ever, or else we'll never have a single freedom, right, or liberty uh, ever again. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show on the way. Stay tuned. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045. So Joe Biden saying, hey, look, uh, you know, if Kamala and I ever disagree on anything, I'll just develop a horrible disease and uh, resign. Which, I, I mean, I guess that's it's good to know that we all know the plan because there was some speculation. We thought maybe they would use the 25th Amendment to get rid of him. We thought maybe, you know, maybe... Maybe this whole thing with his broken leg and his dog Major, maybe that was just like, you know, step one. That was the test. You know, they they brought Major into a secret meeting and they're like, OK, listen, just sweep the leg, sweep the leg. See if you can sweep the leg. You know, like, for example, they talk about how uh, some elections like um, last time around with Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton was maybe the test for the bigger election. Or even here, remember what happened in West Palm Beach, uh, down in Palm Beach County and Broward County when they kept finding ballots in the trunks of cars. And they thought they were they thought Ron DeSantis was going to lose and they thought Rick Scott was going to lose because they kept finding ballots overnight in these weird places. Everyone said Florida was the test for the bigger election. Now they realized, OK, we didn't do it in Florida. We need more ballots. 
We probably need like twice as many as we think. So when the election rolls around two years from now, we need to be prepared for that. And they sure they got the ballot factories ready to go. Uh, but maybe that's what this thing with major was. And majors, that was just the that was the trial run. And now Joe's going to come into office. Uh, he's going to do something they don't like. They're going to be ready to bring in Kamala. And then it's going to be like uh, agent major. Uh, you are go for Operation No More Joe. No more Joe. And then Major's going to be like, and that's going to be the end of it. We don't know. But Joe's given us an idea. He said right now, I'm going to develop some horrible disease and I'm going to just resign. Think about this. What if Joe Biden has already developed the horrible disease? What if Joe Biden already has the horrible disease? Remember before when he said he was tested for senility and for cognitive uh, you know, decline every single day. And then he said, no, he hadn't been tested because they didn't want. They were like, hey, if you've been tested every day, can we see those results? Maybe they know that he's already got it. He's already got this horrible, debilitating disease that would keep him from executing the office of president. And they're just waiting for the moment for him to come forward and say, hey, I resign. And here he is accidentally telling Jake Tapper all about it. I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. 855-765-1045. So something else he talked about um, in discussing Dr. Fauci and retaining him as as one of the scientists on his COVID team and making sure we listen to the science and yada, yada, was talking about something. This is something Joe Biden wants to do the minute he becomes president. Listen to this. And I think my inclination, uh, Jake, is on the first day I'm inaugurated to say I'm going to ask the public for 100 days to mask. Just 100 days. To mask, not forever, 100 days. And I think we'll see a significant reduction if we occur that, if that occurs with vaccinations and masking to drive down the numbers considerably. 100 days to mask. Joe Biden on his, his very, on inauguration day, probably in his inaugural address, if it ever gets to that, he's going to stand up and he's going to say, hey, thanks so much for making me your president. Uh, even though I had to steal the election to get here, here's what I want you to do. I want you to mask for 100 days. That's it. That's it. 100 days, by the way, is over three months. 100 days, by the way, is over three months. Do you remember at the beginning of this whole thing when they talked about shelter in place? It was shelter in place to flatten the curve. Shelter in place for two, three weeks. We need to flatten the curve. Then it turned into uh, shelter in place for months and months and months. Then it turned into wear a mask everywhere you go. It's been going on now for almost a year. Inauguration day is January 20th. We started this whole thing back in March. We were at the players. It was March 17th, something like that, right? It was before that, I think, because the weekend was March 14th. That was St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, same, okay, perfect. Yeah, so, so it was the it was, week of St. Patrick's Day. The week of St. Patrick's Day, early March, the second week of March, we were shut We were shut out of the players. We were told to go home. We were done. We all started sheltering in place for the long haul. It's been almost an entire year. And Joe Biden is now telling us, hey, guys, after almost an entire year of sheltering in place, after almost an entire year of wearing masks at the grocery store, after almost an entire year of not going to work, not going to school, not going to church, not going to grandma's, not going out for Thanksgiving or birthdays or uh, going out for Christmas celebrations, whatever it is, after a year of not traveling, you know what we need to do? We need to mask for an additional 100 days. That's going to do it. That's going to really Based on your statements that you gave to Jake Tapper earlier in the same interview where you said, hey, if I ever disagree with Kamala, I'm just going to get some terrible disease and resign. Based on that statement, 
Are you even going to be around? Are you going to be president 100 days after Inauguration Day? What if that terrible, horrible disease you get is COVID-19 and you've been wearing a mask this entire time? This is something that is, is, is something that we need to make sure we are aware of. Because if the president of the United States gets up there and the very first thing he does on Inauguration Day is tell America you need to wear a mask, then that is the beginning of not a presidency, of a new tyranny. And if he's not able to, if he's not able to, to hold, see it through for the next four years, he's already told us his succession plan. He's already told us how he's going to hit the escape hatch and let Kamala Harris come in and be even more tyrannical than he ever could be. 855-765-1045. Got to take another quick break. We've got some fake news Friday coming up. We need two contestants who want to play. Uh, we've got a great Marcasio prize back for you. 855-765-1045. We'll do it next. By the way, we want to give a shout out to Julio in our Julio. IT department. He was able to, in just in record time, he fixed it almost as quickly as Josh broke it. Yeah, pretty impressive. So it's great. With uh, before the end of the show, Julio was able to come in here and fix it. So now we can, uh, now we have all of our equipment. And by by the time you know next week rolls around, if Hannah ever comes back, we're going to have a Josh cam, a Hannah cam. It's going to be um, it's going to be outstanding. Uh, we're we're really excited about it. Oh, and also we have uh, some open mics. Josh, how long are you going to put up with Mark giving you so much crap? <laughs> just curious. I am too, Josh. How much longer are you going to put up with me putting? Or I don't are you going to put up I with think my crap? Up to you, depends how much crap you give me. I mean, I feel like I've, I've put in my fair share, and you just keep coming back for more. So I'm Why? not really sure. Know, who knows? I mean, I guess it's, it's a mystery. Nothing better to do. You'll know one day too late. No one's really hiring, right? Is that what it is? It's like God, I got to go put in put up with the, put up with this crap. <laughs> I would be like texting Josh one day. Where where are you? It's it's ten oh five. I'm in Maui. Oh, okay. I'm sailing. Eight five five seven six five one zero four. All right, shall we do some uh, fake news Friday? I can't put up with that. Goodbye. Uh, This is Gloria in North Carolina. Hi, Gloria. How are you? Hey there. Hi, Gloria. How are you? We're great. Where you're? Oh, what'd you say? I I am here. I'm hoping I'm not going to screw this up. No, you couldn't screw up anything worse than Josh already has. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know I don't listen, Mark. I don't listen to MSM, so you know I'm I you know I don't listen to fake news so you know i may really screw this okay, up. okay yeah you may have no idea what's real all right well, well we'll find out we'll find out for you just don't 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 go anywhere uh, Gloria. you're coming up in a minute christine from alabama how are you i'm doing well i'm glad to be on here we are so glad to have you on too you're gonna be playing against gloria today with some fake okay. news friday okay all right all right gloria say hi to christine christine say hi to gloria Hey, Gloria. Oh, you guys are so nice. Hi, Mark. Uh, Here's how this works, ladies. We are going to give you headlines one at a time. We'll read you a headline, and then all you have to do is tell us if that is a real news headline or if that is a fake news headline. It's that simple. And if you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, you don't get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end of the game wins a Mark K. Show T-shirt and a collector uh, drawstring tote bag. Woo, all right. Okay, good. Perfect. All right. Uh, Gloria, we're going to start with you, okay? Got it. Unless you'd like to defer, in which case we can start with Christine. No, I, I don't. I don't care. Let's let's let her roll. Let's let her go. There we go. Oh, I love it. All right, Christine. Ah. Okay. 
she's from Alabama, right. that's why. Gloria, no, she's from North Carolina. Gloria, oh. here we go. Here's what's going to happen, Gloria. We are going to read you this headline, and you just have to tell us. Sorry, one of the IT guys is peeking in the window. <laughs> I think I'm being monitored. And they're watching Josh. I swear to God. They've got to keep an eye on Josh. Why does he have handcuffs? From now, I don't know. <laughs> By the way, that's not the fake news headline. That's really happening. Yeah, I'm scared. IT department. All right, here we go. Let's try it. Take two. We're being filmed. Here we go, Gloria. Uh, here's your first fake news headline. Politicians who are caught gathering in public places, places and explain they are showing the citizens... Hold on, wait, what? Oh, what? Po- politicians who were caught gathering in public places have explained that they're showing their citizens what not to do. Is that real news or is that fake news? Yeah, that's got to be fake news. It Please is fake. Fa- it's, it's totally fake news. Yeah, I probably should have read that first before before I read it on our Yeah, that is fake news. Congratulations. That was a gimme. That was a, that was a gimme. If I don't even know what the words are. It's all, all oh, no, hey, listen. With Pelosi, it could be possible. Well, that is true. You're, abs- you're absolutely right about anything's possible. Uh, with her. All right, Christine, are you ready? I'm ready. Listen up, Christine. Here we go. And tell us if this is real news or fake news. Uh, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, the city of San Francisco has banned cigarette smoking inside apartments. However, pot smoking is still perfectly legal. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going to say that's real news. You think that's real news? I think that's real news. Uh, that is, congratulations, real news. Yep. San Francisco Woo! has banned smoking inside apartments, but it's still okay to smoke pot. Only tobacco products have been banned. I'm actually cool with that. Are you? Of course yeah, you would be. Because yeah. cigarettes, the, the smell lasts forever. It's not, I mean, okay, all it's right. It's the smell, I imagine, right? I imagine the landlords want the smell. Yeah, but would you, I mean, don't you, your brain cells don't last forever. You know what, never mind. We'll get into that. Congratulations, Christine. You're on the board right. as well. Guys Gloria. must have experience. Hey, listen. Guys must have experience. Am I listening? I played the fifth. All right, uh, Gloria, here we go. Back to you. That's listen carefully. You. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Are you ready? Yep. Here we go. As a, I got here we go. <laughs> I'm gonna re- make sure I read this one through first, but because okay, I don't want to screw it up again. Okay, here we go. <laughs> With the rise of COVID-19 cases, negative reviews for scented candles are also on the rise, as reviewers claim they just don't smell like anything. Ne- say that again. Negative reviews. Sure. As the COVID scented- as COVID nineteen cases rise, negative online reviews for scented candles are also on the rise. As reviews. That is true. I read an article about it. Yes, that is true. <laughs> well, take that. That is, that is true. An article about it. You're right. That you, is true. That is true. Congratulations. That is right. It is absolutely true. People are losing their sense of smell, and they think their because candles are broken, so they go online it, and say. And they've got all these scented candles, and they're losing their sense of smell. I absolutely read this article. Yeah, that's, no, we agree with you. We already gave you the point, Gloria. You have to. You don't have to convince us anymore. <laughs> We're sold. Teacher's pet over here. Congratulations. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Maybe that's why in San Francisco they haven't banned pot smoking because they can't smell you the can't smoke smell. anyway. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Back to you, Christine. Are oh, you ready? Uh, I'm ready. All right, here we go. Listen carefully and tell us: Is this real news or fake news? Time Magazine. Time Magazine has announced that their person of the year for 2020 is Karen. 
who immediately <laughs> demanded to speak to the manager. That is uh, fake news. Fake news. That is fake news? Yes. Oh, that fake news. That is correct. It is, it is not Karen. It's They actually have four people of the year. One is Dr. Fauci. One is Selena Gomez. One is somebody else. And one is George Clooney, who, what the hell's he been doing in this past year? I don't know. I haven't seen him anywhere, but apparently he got person of the year. Uh, congratulations. You're tied up. Gloria has two points. Christine has two points. Gloria, are you ready for your next uh, headline? Yep. All right. Listen carefully and tell us if this is real news or fake news. Here we go. In addition to breaking his foot while playing with his dog, Biden's arm apparently, or I'm sorry, Biden's wrist apparently was sprained when he tried to open a jar of peanut butter. Is that real news or is that fake news? I'm going fake news. Are, are, are bless, you okay? Bless, bless you. Yeah, I know. I'm laughing. I'm going to say that is fake news. That is great. That, that is fake news, Gloria. Man, you can you can sniff them out like that. Did you read an article about that, too? No, I guess not, because it was fake news. It was fake news. All right, here we go, Christine. Uh, here's your headline. Now, listen, Christine, here's the deal. It's three to two. You guys both have been tearing through this game. If you get this one right, you tie and you both get a prize. If you get it wrong, then Gloria... Uh, will win outright and probably just lose her stuff right here on the ramp. She'll probably freak out. So are you... Okay. Come on, Christine, just win. Are you ready? Listen carefully. Here we go. Tell us if this is real news or fake news. Pope Francis announced on Twitter the other day that the COVID vaccine will now be required to enter the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna say that's fake news. You're you're gonna say that it's a, the Pope. You're gonna say it's fake news. I'm saying it's fake news. That is fake news. Congratulations! Oh, fake news. Yeah, look at that. So with a score of what do we have? Three to three. Congratulations, ladies. You're both. Yay! Yay! Oh my God, this was so. go anywhere we got to get some information from you quick break more of the market you must have the vaccine or you don't get into a heaven huh? uh quick break more of the market show coming up on 104.5 wokv uh, 855-765-1045 is our number 855-765-1045 all right we got to take we got a bunch of people been waiting very patiently we have a few more minutes in the week and we're gonna well, we're gonna follow this look i don't think that this people are saying what do we do what's gonna happen next I don't think that this Georgia thing is over by any means, especially now that this video is coming out and the fact checkers are all over and they're saying this is how you actually count ballots. Really, I don't think so. We're able to. It's very, you know, you've got to have a lot of creativity to be a fact checker, because what these fact checkers now are doing is we're all watching a video. We're all watching a video of what people are doing while they're counting ballots in the middle of the night in Georgia. And we have a woman saying, here's the video. Here's what's happening in the video. Follow along as we watch the video. And these fact checkers are sitting there going, okay, how do we explain this one away? How do, what, what story can we come up with to make everyone think that these, 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 these Republicans and these lawyers are all just idiots? 
What do we? They they saw it with their own eyes. How do we convince them that they didn't see it with their own eyes? And they did. They write up these stories and stories, and they put them up on these fact checking websites. And then the media retweets them and says, "No, no, no. This is all just another conspiracy theory." These independent theory, these independent fact checkers, who by the way used to work for the Barack Obama White House, have all told us that this is wrong. Uh, there's nothing to see here. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Keith is in Pittsburgh. Hi, Keith. How you doing? Thanks for calling the Marque Show. What's up, Mark? How's it going? Hey, good. I watch you all times, and I'm kind of disappointed that Josh broke that HDMI cable this morning. Especially now, no evidence. Hey. D- disappointed, but also <laughs> not surprised, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So how do we get stories like this, like the one about the Georgia video to the top? I mean, so many people don't know that this is real news because mainstream didn't cover it this morning. It was yeah. it was something that was out there, you know, put, put away. And I'm getting tired of being, you know, this not going on because there's a lot of people I know that actually um, need to hear this story, need to know what was discovered, like yeah. that suitcase under the table and stuff. I mean, come on. What's going on here? Well, listen, that, that's a great point. And you bring up a great point. How do you get it to the top? Fun fact, there's no top anymore. There are there are two tops. There's the top on the left and the top on the right. And the top on the left happens to be CNN and MSNBC and, and I guess Joe Biden at this point. And what they want you to know what they want you to know is they want you to know about COVID and how bad it is and how the president's ignoring it and how uh, the Republicans are full of conspiracy theories and Rudy Giuliani's crazy and Mitch McConnell doesn't want to give anybody any money and everything's horrible because of Republicans. Republicans are the worst. We need to not only get rid of the Republicans we have, but make sure that in the future no other Republicans can exist in uh, government whatsoever. We need to stack the court. We need to re- yeah. create new states. They're going to tell you that message. They're the top of the left. Now, what you have is the top of the right on the other side, which is basically Donald Trump and his Twitter account. And if you follow Donald Trump and his Twitter account, keep checking it because he's going to be retweeting the reporters from OAN who follow these proceedings. There have been the other Josh yesterday, for example, he sent me a video of Rudy Giuliani and I go, hey, what's this from? He goes, oh, it's from one of the hearings. And I said, great, there's only been like 14 hours of hearings this week. It should be easy to find. But that's the whole point. There have been 14, 15 hours of live hearings on election cover on this election fraud in Michigan, in Pennsylvania, in Georgia. And you haven't seen any of it, any of it on the left mainstream media. You see it on OAN. You see it on Newsmax. You see the president tweeting about it. You see it on Rantingly. You see it on all these conservative blogs because there's now two tops. And unfortunately, that's the way it's going to be. You're going to get the messages from whomever you follow. Now, Newsmax is and that's the thing there, you know, consumer. Consumers will choose. Newsmax is seeing a surge, a surge of new viewers, a surge of ratings, a surge of popularity. Greg Kelly reports the number one show on Newsmax. He just tweeted this morning. I saw him tweeted, hey, look what the Washington Post said about my show and how popular it is. And I tweeted back to him, Greg, so proud of you. Congratulations. Also, why the hell are you still reading the Washington Post? But you're going to see more and more of these places as more and more people realize I'm fed up. I want the real news. I want the important stuff that matters to me, like how people are stealing these elections and and what's going on with these ballots and why we can't why we can't find any of this news on mainstream media sources. And pretty soon mainstream media won't be mainstream anymore. It'll just be like a side stream. And you're going to have this other stream that builds up and you'll never have. You'll never have a network as powerful as CNN once was or as powerful even as Fox News once was. But you are going to have more networks with more power. And that may make it more difficult for you actually to figure out what's going on. 
And if that's ha- if you're like, look, I watch Newsmax, I watch, I go on these these blogs, but then I turn on CNN and I talk to my friends and they're telling me one thing on Facebook, people are arguing back and forth. I just want to know what the truth is. Well, then I would just I would just urge you every single day, Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. to be tuned into the show. And if you can't be tuned into the show every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m., then find us on on our podcast page. We're on iTunes podcasts. We're on Google podcasts. We're on YouTube. We broadcast our shows and save them for ever on Facebook and Twitter and Twitch and everywhere else we can. And if you want to watch us still, we are on Newsmax also tomorrow, 5.30 p.m., the Mark K Show. Listen, we got to get out of here, but thank you so much. What a great week we had. We're going to have even more fun next week. Uh, we're going to we're going to we're going to child proof the studio so Josh can't break anything else. Uh, baby Hannah will be back. We don't know. We don't know what's going to happen. We have no. Joe, don't forget Donald Trump in Georgia tomorrow at 6 p.m. You don't think that's going to give us a lot of stuff to talk about on Monday? Oh, it it totally it 100 percent. 100% will. Uh, so we'll join us then. Tomorrow, uh, stay tuned. Traffic, weather, news, and Rush Limbaugh. All coming up next on 104.5 WOKV. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.